This is the Straight from the Net podcast with Jamie and Danielle. We say bad words and talk about inappropriate things that you may not want your coworkers, small children, or the easily offended to hear. Listener discretion is advised. Hi, everybody. It's a special episode from the Straight from the Net podcast. I'm Danielle. I'm Jamie. And it's special because this might be our last one. Yeah. Yeah. Things, it's like, you know, sometimes things just naturally come to an end and three and a half seasons in, we're like, it might be a good time. Life is starting to get like really crazy for us. And as much as we love our tens of loyal listeners, (laughs) thank you so much for sticking with us all these times. Um, I'm thinking maybe we're going to go on a hiatus. It might be foreverous, but we're going to go on a hiatus and we're going to stay. So if you end up missing us, write us in. Because if enough of you miss us, maybe we'll start back up again. We don't know. Yes. But in the meantime, this is what we're going to do. So we're going to just kill it today. We're going to try. We're going to have one last podcast for today. Maybe-ish. We're not sure yet. <laughs> um, but we just want you guys to know that we love you. And thank you for the years of support. I know. Thank you guys so much. For the tens of you that really did listen to us faithfully all the time, we see you and we appreciate Jay? you. Thank you so much. Jay? Jay specifically. Yeah. And my aunt. And Aunt Kate. My Aunt Kate, yep. And Jay and Aunt Kate. Is that it? <laughs> we, send you, we send you all the love in the world. I know. Like, thank you guys so much. Um, you know what? What was, like, one of your favorite things about the podcast? Um, my favorite episode ever? We could go with that. Sure. Yeah. Was Erica Baduki. Oh, yeah. Erica Baduki's really good. <coughs> yeah. That was my favorite episode, but my favorite part of the podcast was being with you. I know. That's what I was going to say. I'm like, um, one of my favorite ones is Dave the Duck. I know Dave the Duck is, Dave one, the Duck is one of my favorite. Erica Baduki is one of my favorites, and it is going to be weird not seeing you like every week. I mean, we still talk all the time, right? But, like, yeah. But I mean, with me working full time and becoming a grandmother, and you know, preparing for Elizabeth Trailer Trash's wedding. Um, Elizabeth Trailer Trash is that what you're calling your sister? That's what I'm calling my sister now. Oh my god! <laughs> it's probably better. <laughs> And I'm probably going to be um, thrown in jail for fist bumping the mayor of Bloomington. <laughs> I know. You're going to have to tell everybody what you did. So tell everybody what you did. All right. People. I mean, you kind of did already tell them, but explain the situation because I didn't even get to hear this part really good yet. All right. So I am renewing the mayor of Bloomington's uh, driver's license yesterday. It was his birthday. Mm-hmm. First of all, his name is Prosecki, and he's very handsome. Yeah? He's a very handsome older man. Okay. And he was 74. Okay. And it was his birthday, and he came in to, to renew his license. Now, I have no idea who he is. Like, I had no clue. This gentleman right. walks in. I have him take the eye test. I have him take his picture. Not once, not twice, but three times, because I fucked it up. <laughs> I didn't like any of the pictures. No. So, I... So <laughs> he finally gets done the pictures. I start asking him the questions. Is everything the same? One of my coworkers comes up behind me, and she says, Jamie, that's the mayor of Bloomington. Uh-huh. And instead, I thought I thought to myself, well, shit, but it's me, so it fell out of my mouth. Oh, no. Or I looked at him, and I went, oh, well, shit. <laughs> and he laughed, just like you right. laughed. Uh, we get everything taken care of. We're finishing his renewal. I went and picked up his license from the license room to bring it to him, because it's the least I could do. Right. Not knowing who he was. <laughs> Meanwhile, everybody's crowding around to like 
say happy birthday to the mayor. Oh, that's nice. Which was very sweet. Except that is for, very sweet. Except for my boy Hayward, he was like, Jamie, make him a female. <laughs> make him, oh my god, make him a female. So then, he sticks his hand underneath my partition to shake my hand, because that's what politicians do. <laughs> Me... I don't know what to do, so we're boys at this point. So I slap his hand and then grab it, like lock fingers with it, and pull apart. And I'm like, bye. And then he walks out. He's laughing hysterically at right. me, by the way. He walks out, and then I went, oh, oh my God. And Q was like, my boss is like, what? And I was like, I think I just essentially just fist bumped the fucking mayor for me. Just, what's up, dude? I was like, if we were out there, I would have drug him in for the... Yeah. Like, what? For, like, the hug. The the arm, like, the arm lunk, like, link hug. Yeah, like, what the shit was I thinking? (laughs) Thoroughly embarrassed. Right. Completely mortified. Right. So, yeah. I did that yesterday. And then this morning, they were like, Jamie... Um, Delaware City needs volunteers, and I was like, I'm not going back to prison. <laughs> they sent me back. This time, Shanine went with me, so it was fine. Yeah. But they sent me back, but I got to go home for lunch and poop. So that was really That's great. Nice. That was really great, because, you know, it's hard when you have to poop and you're at work. Um, <laughs> but I got to go home and poop on my lunch break today, and I had my friend Shanine with me, and we hung out, and I was like, I need to go upstairs and poop. You sit down here. And she's like, cool. Um. Oh, you brought her home with you? Yeah. <laughs> You poop I, I, I'm, a, I'm a super pooper, so it yeah. only takes me like three or four minutes to poop. Like I'm not one of those. Like, I, no, oh my god, like Bruce who just sits right, down for Paco, hours. Paco will fall asleep on the toilet. What the hell is with men who do that I shit? I don't know, but I am a super pooper. Like I don't have time to sit and do that. Like I am in and out of that. Yeah, much. it's like you know, if you sit down and it doesn't take you, and it takes you more than five minutes total, it's not ready. Right. It's not ready yet. You don't need to go to the bathroom yet. Like, it's right. fucking ridiculous. He does the same thing, and he's like, oh, I'm not trying to do anything. Motherfucker, yes, you do. Yes, the fuck you do. You just spend it shitting. Right. It's so annoying. I don't know. I don't right. know any women who actually sit on the toilet. Katie. Katie's a sitter? Katie is a sitter, but she learned from, from Ron. Because one time when really? she was like eight, she was constipated, and she was trying to go, and Ron says... Why don't you try sitting down and relaxing and reading a book while you go? No. Oh, my God. And now that bitch sits in the toilet <laughs> for, like, 25 minutes at a time. <laughs> She's the only female I know that does it. I don't know anybody else either because everybody I know, we're busy. We're moms. we got jobs. Like, we're busy. We ain't got time. But men, all the fucking time in the world. Like, I don't understand it. I've never seen anything like And he'll be like, oh, good, no time. Motherfucker, yes, you do. Oh my, oh, my God, God Laney. Laney. Jeez, Louise. Everybody's going to miss hearing Laney go in and out, in and out, in and out, in and out. <laughs> so, but, um, oh my God, that is just too funny. Well, I'm glad that you survived. I did. I, even though you went back to prison. Went back to fucking prison. Oh my God, that is too funny. Yep. Well, I mean, the same's pretty much the same for me. The same, the same. Nothing's really changed. Everything's pretty much the same. Still have no time to do much of anything. But I did get some books. Good. So I did. I got, there's like, what's her name? Colleen something, Hoover. Mm-hmm. She's out. She's got something like It Ends With Us mm-hmm. is the one book. And then Verity's the other book. I got those two. And then Netflix is getting ready to come out with a new book, like The House of Good and Evil or The School of Good and Evil or something. 
It's kind of like Harry Potter, but not Harry Potter. You know what that is? It's a, well, I know it's a book. Is it a book? Or yeah, I got them. So, they're coming out with books. No, the, there's already books. The Netflix show or you thing know, is based on the books. You know what that's based on? What? The House of Night. Well, the House of... Is it? Yes. I have the House of Night? Yeah. I, I, they're the books that I read and gave to you. Um, where is it? Ooh. Oh, with the teenagers? Yeah, like Burned and, and things like that. Yeah. Oh, well, there's another... This is for, like, young kids. I have the books. Like, there's an author, a guy. It's not based on them. Oh, it's not? I thought that I misunderstood Kira. No. Well, maybe she's mistaken. I I, I don't know. I think I heard. There are going to be books. Now, I actually did hear that they did um, PC cast and, what is it, Kristen cast. Uh-huh. I think they did say that there's something coming out, but this is something different. Okay, so maybe that's what Kira was talking about. Yeah, it's about. kind of like a Harry Pottery type thing, and I don't know what it is. It, it reminds me of that. It's, like, very... And it's all up my alley, so I got both of those books. But when you look them up to see, like, what the reading age is, it's, like, 8 to 12. And you're like, what the fuck? Oh, Jesus. Yeah, so. But then again, Harry Potter was 8 to 12. Yeah, and I'm, well, I'm really looking forward to it. I'm like, I haven't read anything in a while. And actually, this past weekend, we went and got mums, you know, because that's kind of what you do now. It's starting to, like, you know, I'm like, let's go with this weather on that's, Friday. That's what you do. It's going to be 65. I am so excited about sweater weather. I can't wait. I'm so ready. Come on, girls. I know. I've already got my sweater wash my rainbow one the one i love so much like my, yeah my first day of fall sweater yeah. which soon is gonna fall apart like paco's gonna have to get me another one <laughs> but she is washed she is fabric softened to the point where she feels like a cloud <laughs> she smells delicious she is shoved in a plastic ziploc so she doesn't get anything on her and she doesn't smell like anything but the fabric softener when i put her on there you she's go she's coming on friday i know she's coming hard thick girl fall is here oh thank god no more do we have to walk around and hope that our thighs do not start a fire right well i just saw on uh, the weather channel they're like false fall may be a thing so basically it's gonna be cold cooler for like a week and then it's gonna be like it's 104 it always does that, though. That's why we call fucking it... Fucking bullshit. That's what they say. It's Indian summer. Yeah, it's fucking bullshit. And we always end up getting, like, one week where it's like, oh, the fuck is this shit? And then it, like... There was a couple years back, like, a million years ago, I remember it being, like, 70 degrees on Christmas Eve. Oh, yeah. Because I was working for um, a family doctor at that time, and I was outside eating my lunch. Yeah. And I was like, holy shit, it's beautiful out here. I don't even have a jacket on. Yeah. Um, but now that I'm heavier, yeah, I don't fucking like it. And yesterday I was outside playing, like, football with Aiden, and, oh my, I was dying. I was fucking hot as balls. Um, Saturday I decided to go to Melbourne Orchards with mm. the kids and everybody, and I was miserable. Yeah, it's so I hot. I was fucking miserable. I was like, it is hot. Yeah. I'm not happy. <laughs> I'm happy to see all of you, but not in this heat. This bitch-ass grandbaby won't even open his goddamn eyes to oh, look at me. Oh, just all he wants to do is sleep. He slept the whole fucking time. Oh, but he's because he's so little. Well, uh, ha- well, he didn't sleep the whole time I had him on Friday. I had him Friday. I had him for like three hours, and it was the best three hours of my life. Oh, really? Just me and him. And Well, Sally was over for a little bit, but then Sally, I had to fight her for him. She was <laughs> like, he's fine. And I was like, bitch, if you don't give me my grandma, kid, we're going to have issues. <laughs> We're going to fight it out. Well, she kind of feels a little bit probably like he's her grandchild, too, sometimes. Yes. Because she's yes, like, she's so he wants to be around. Yeah. And then Paco came home as Katie was pulling up to get him. And you should have seen the way he ran into the house. Aww. He was like, oh, and Katie was like, why are you running? And he scoops him up out of my arms. And he's like, hi, Peter. Yeah. And he was, so he's like loving on him. And she was like, 
Quackapaco, I would have given him time with you. Yeah, he's trying to, like, throw her down, like, you know, trying to, like, right. pole vault her down the street so he so can he run in. So he only got it. He only got to hold him for about five minutes, but then he put him in his little, like, he was so gentle with him putting him in his little car seat. Because Paco's so big. Yeah. And he's so little. And Paco's like, Ugh. And he got him all, like, clicked in and, like, tucked him in his little blanket and was like, bye, baby. And I was Aww. like, my uterus just, like... Weeped a little for you. Because <laughs> like, it's like really cute, but then you're like, yeah, I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Fuck that shit. I will no, no more kids. No. Look, I mean, I can't have any more kids. But Peter no, Peter no. does me just fine. Like, But when I watch CJ, who I'm wa- Oh, shit. I'm watching him this Sunday. So I, I was supposed to go to Lori's, but I'm watching CJ. Um, CJ exhausts me. Really? Oh, because toddler. Because he is he move. everywhere. He's on the move. And he needs to look at me like I will like leave to go into the kitchen and the living room and he will scream until I get back into the he's got to be able to see me oh wow so last week the last time I had him Sally had him and she picked him up and brought him into the kitchen and he didn't know what to make of Sally holding him (laughs) and he kept side-eyeing her but she probably been like what I look just like you like he was (laughs) she was like you know me you better stop it you know me uh-huh. but we were in the he had to watch me in the kitchen so the other day I took a picture of Sally holding the baby and I sent it to the family group chat and Kira said because Kira and, and Sally are always in a fight so her, her, uh-huh. yeah. So Kira's always in a fight with Sally, Paco and Carmelo uh-huh. it's just how it is so they're always in a fight so she said Quit putting that baby in Sally's arms. I haven't taught him how to cry when he holds her yet like I have CJ. Oh, my God. <laughs> Denise was like, fuck that hell. Oh, my God. <laughs> that is so funny. I was like, Kira, you didn't teach nobody to cry. Your sister is so funny. She's mean. Oh, my God. You're so court. My husband's calling. And, like, you know damn well we're supposed to be on a podcast. Speaking of husbands, though, this is a really good way to segue. Adam Levine. This dirty little fucker. I mean, he's sexy, but he is something else. I'm going to tell you right now. So, a, okay, the girl comes out. Her name is Sumner something or other. Sumner. And I love the name, though. Sumner. Yes, it's It's definitely a little different. I get it. Um, But she comes out. She calls herself an Instagram model. Uh Uh-huh. Which drives me a little nuts, by the way. I don't. Why do you call yourself? I don't, that's I don't understand. That's because she's getting paid to model on Instagram. Does she get paid to model on Instagram? So that's how, okay, that's what I wanted to know because I'm like, I don't understand. Just because you pose and stuff doesn't make you, but I didn't realize that you can actually get paid by them to do it. Okay, got it. So there you go. I learned something new every day. Anyway, she ends up going on TikTok days after his wife announces that she's pregnant with her third child. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, I'm like taking away his your thunder, right? His Victoria's Secret. Yeah, I know. Bamani Pazluli or whatever yeah, her goddamn gorgeous. name is. She's got like some she's weird gorgeous. fucking name. Um and she's got like the receipts to prove it that like something was going on with them. So she can't prove that they were banging. Right. So there's there's no she didn't release any pictures of them together. She didn't release anything else, but she did you get pictures? I only saw No, text but he messages. admitted to the affair. Well no, he admitted that he took it too far. He's not admitting that he fucked her. Ah. He is saying, I did not have a physical relationship with her, but I did take it too far. I did not have sex with that woman. Right? I know, right? I'm like, okay, Clintonist. I did um, not have sexual relations with that Instagram model. <laughs> <laughs> All 
right now. Which show does he get to go on where he gets to play, like, the, what, the saxophone right? like he did back in the day? Right, but there could be a dress. <laughs> you know, you know what? what? Monica Lewinsky wouldn't get in nearly as much trouble if she just wasn't a quitter and a spitter. She could have just swallowed oh, that shit. Yeah, like, don't be a quitter, especially when you don't want to leave any evidence. Oh, my God. Well, I think it's funny reading his text messages. He's like, you're so fucking hot. Like, you're just so fucking hot. Like, you say this to her. And she's like, you're fuck, you're like hot too. And he's like, I know. Like, uh, it's just so well, crazy. He does like, know. like, it's, it's obvious. Like, Adam Levine is a sexy motherfucker. And but I mean, it. I'm starting, like, Adam Levine is starting to give me, like, ADHD. Do you remember John Brown? Johnny Delaware? Yeah. Where he was, like, all over the fucking place. Blah, blah, blah. Yes. Well, he's not, I don't, he doesn't give me that bad of vibes, but he's very stuck up his own asshole. Mm-hmm. And he's, like, he, you can't get him to concentrate on you. Like, it's like, he just has this, when you're reading these text messages, it's very much like, oh, I just want to have this, like, let's talk, like, two hot people, like, just being inappropriate let's with each other. Let's be two hot people but, with hot conversation. But, like, nobody usually goes into, like, when, like with my husband, like, he'll joke with me and say, you know, I love you so much. I'm like, well, I guess you do. Like, I would love me, too. Like, because I'm, like, one of those wives that, like, just does a whole lot. I'm a pretty productive fucking person. You are. I would love to fucking have me and me. Right. I think it's impossible. I don't think so. There's certain people that are just not supposed to have their equal. Like, they're just not. And it is me. I'm not supposed to. I realize that now. <laughs> because it's just never going to happen. But I say that to him all the time. I'm like, I guess so. I'm like, I would love to have a me, too. But I think of it from a productive, like a productivity standpoint, running the house, taking care of the kids and all these things. He does it where he's like, fuck yeah, I know. I'm fucking hot too. I'm jacking off to my own self. You know what I mean? Oh my God. You know what I'm saying? Like, I literally don't look at myself and be like, you're a badass bitch. I fuck me too. You know what I mean? But him, on the other hand, he's like, I'm stroking myself right now thinking about my own self. You know what I mean? Like, he gave me that vibes. How do you not look in the mirror and be like, I'm a bad bitch? I do it all the time. I mean, not that way where I'm like, ah, you don't know. Like, but him, he just gives off these vibes where he just needs to talk about how great he is and well, he needs Well, that's else because that celebrity went right to his head. It was like, whoop. Well, because I'm like, I remember when they first came out. I don't care for Maroon 5 anymore at all. I don't know where the fuck they went, but I loved the original Maroon 5. Oh, yeah. When the music was fucking hot. Yeah, it was like, you know, Sunday morning, blah, 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 all those different things. And, you know, and he was just crooning because this woman, like, broke his fucking heart. So, like, the whole goddamn thing was all about this woman. And now he went and tatted himself all up to death and he's all, like, stuck up his own asshole. And I love a neck tattoo. Well, you know, I know. You and your... Sister. <laughs> I fucking love that tattoo. And they make fun of me at work because the plumber house comes in. Yeah. And they call it the bus. And I'll be like, ooh, neck tattoos and bad decisions. <laughs> Send them all my way. <laughs> I'm verklempt. But, um, so there's, I don't see how he actually asked her in a text message. I'm going to have another baby. With my hot ass wife. With my hot ass wife. Because she too is so hot. And <laughs> I know. We're so hot together. Oh my God. It's just a circle jerk. Huh? But <laughs> so I'm thinking. <laughs> sort of God. Like if he could get away with it, he would just have a hot house of women. Like just right. all these women. Hot Him and Nick Cannon. Um, but I'm thinking like he literally says to her, so I'm going to have this other baby. And no joke, I want to name it after you. What do you think? And go. Like, he's like this. Like, oh, blah, 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 blah. like, gotta hurry up and get in there. Ah, 
almost so many Red Bulls. Ah, what am I going to do? Ah, like, are you going to do this baby thing? Ah, like, it's just crazy. Like, when you read his text messages, they're real, like, intense and quick. You know what I mean? So, that's what I'm saying. Like, he gives me this, like, he's drank way so, too many Red Bulls. So, um, like, this is all over the place. This is all, I'm wondering what his wife. Well, he disappeared from her, this Instagram model. Okay. For a couple months. Went off the radar. Then comes back. And his thing, he answers, I'm going to have another baby. Can I, like, real deal name this baby after you? Like, this is kind of what he's saying. He was like, okay, this is not I- a fucking joke. I'm dead serious. I'm going to have another baby. I want to name the baby. How do you feel about it? And go. Like, that's how he is about it. Right. And she's like, it's kind of fucking weird, right? Right. Like, like how does your wife feel about that? Well, the, this, is the, this is the kicker, right? Because he would have denied this all day long. He would have denied the fuck out of it. He cannot deny him trying to name this baby Sumner. Right. Because you know damn well, he's been like, you know what a great name would be? Summer. Right. But now his wife is like, did you really want to name your baby after, after your baby mistress? After your mistress? Yeah, like even if it's an emotional mistress. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, that is, um. Yeah, I'm like, there's, there's nothing he's going to do to get out. So, of course, he comes out and is like, hey, look, I did not sleep with her, but I did take it too far and I shouldn't have. And I do not want to lose my family over it. This is the dumbest fucking thing ever. I love my family more than anything, blah, blah, blah. So, of course, he's taking, you know, with me, taking accountability, mm-hmm. right? He's taking accountability. Good for you, right? I love it. But I think he's only doing it because the Sumner thing. I think him right. asking got, to do that's right. how he, he got, got fucked over. It. Yeah. I think if it wasn't for that, he would have, like, not said a fucking word. He'd be like, fuck that hoe. No, it never happened. That's my own personal feeling. I'm not in his head. I mean, I do hope that his family doesn't break up because, you know, his children, he's already got two children. Right. With one on the way. You want to hope that that family can rebuild itself, and you do hope he learned his lesson. So, even though I'm making fun of the, him, specifically right now, I hope you fucking kiss the ground that woman walks on, and she right. forgives you, because that family needs you. Okay. <laughs> Speaking of babies, I have this weird-ass fucking story, which I did read, but it's fucking Oh, you did? I know, because lovely. Weird. Most of the time, Jamie is like, I got this really great story, then you read it, and you're like, I didn't read this at all when I first seen it. So, I read this one, and it's... <laughs> so big. <laughs> it says... Meet the twin who lived inside his brother for 36 years. Oh, right, 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 right. Okay. So, it says a man who farms for a living had his twin actually living inside him for 36 years. Oh, my God. The man, Sanju Bhagat, was born in 1963 in Nagapur, a city in Maharashtra, India. Maharashtra? Mar- no, Ma- oh. Maharashtra. Okay. Whatever. Somewhere in India. <laughs> Jay. He was widely... Te- <laughs> Jay. Well, this time. <laughs> he was widely teased in his village because of a, of his large stomach, which made him look nine months pregnant. Mm. Welcome to the club. Right. Since he didn't experience any pain or show any signs of the tumor during the growth of his stomach, he didn't visit a doctor to save money. Because he's obviously from a poor part of Right, yeah. The and he can't get... Treatment, right. But after 36 years, his stomach became so huge that he couldn't work productively. One night, Sanju found himself unable to breathe properly. He was rushed to the Tata Memorial Hospital in Mumbai, where doctors concluded that he had a tumor and decided to operate and remove it. Dr. A.J. Mehta, the doctor who operated on Sanju, said the tumor was so big that it pushed at his diaphragm and prevented him from breathing properly. Oh, damn. He also anticipated a lot of problems during the surgery due to the huge size of this, what they thought was a tumor. Right. But surprisingly, they 
took out Sanju's twin brother from his stomach. Oh my god. After the surgery, the doctor said that he first shook hands with somebody and not a tumor. So while he was reaching in, like, he had a hand. Oh my god. I think they call them, like, mole babies or something. So, this is, said, it said the baby was, has a deformed fetus (gasps) with hair, legs, nails, bones, and a jaw with teeth. The twin fetus lived on Sanju's nutrition while it was inside of him and grew since the day Sanju was born. At first glance, it looked like Sanju had given birth. Oh my god. This is a rare condition of fetus in feto in which the recessive twin grows inside the dominant twin. After that, twin absorbs it into itself. Yeah, I did hear about that before. And that's the end of the article. Oh god. Right. But that shit is crazy. Could you imagine, like, this guy's got a tumor, and then the tumor, like, has a foot. Like, here's a leg. Oh, my God. No, I mean, I've heard of, like, I remember when I was at the hospital. I think it was my mom. Actually, it was when I was at the hospital. My mom was at the hospital. And I think she's the one who told me. It doesn't matter. Somebody told me about a mole baby. And it was like this woman came in, and um, she had, like, well, it was a pregnancy, but it was kind of like a false pregnancy. And, well, no, it's not even a false pregnancy because she was pregnant with something. And then they had to operate her and take it out. And it had, like, the hair and all that kind of stuff. And they called it a mole baby. That's then. crazy. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, I could never even imagine, like, having that happen to me. But, you know what? I know when they take it out, I wouldn't have felt so upset about it because it wasn't, like, my baby that passed away right. or anything else. Like, it, it just didn't form Right. So I wouldn't have been so, like, devastated by it. Like, it, nothing died or anything. But so it would still freak me out. So you know that they took that shit and put it in a lab somewhere so they could analyze oh, that yeah, shit. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I would have been so mad. I would have been like, put that shit in a jar. Oh, well, you know. Blake- I'm taking my brother home. <laughs> His not. name is Sanju. I would have been like, put little Sanjai <laughs> in a jar. <laughs> the shelf he's gonna meet the family <laughs> he's coming home after all these years he's got hands and feet he's gonna work the field <laughs> right alongside of me he's carrying him around on a lanyard on his i know back. oh my god <laughs> <A lanyard. laughs> he's so gross oh my that god that is so gross i'm sorry i'm sorry <laughs> sorry i'm sorry at all not at all <laughs> Not even a little bit. Well, you know, Blake Lively's pregnant. She announced her fourth baby. I know. She's so lucky that she gets to play with Ryan Reynolds, Ryan Reynolds' PP. Uh, you know what? It's so funny. Everybody was like, how is it? Oh, they only own their fourth baby. Like, I would be knocked up by him. Like, every fucking, like, every time I got rid of one baby, it'd be like the next baby would be like, you know, I'd expel one child in childbirth and the next one would be on its way in. And the funny thing <laughs> is, the funny thing is, most, Ryan Reynolds is not only, like, a female heartthrob, mm-hmm. but most straight males, if you ask them if you were ever go gay for somebody, they're all like Ryan Reynolds. Oh, really? Like, he is, like, an international, all-sex, like, everybody wants a piece <laughs> He's the of whole Ryan community, Reynolds. All communities right. approve of Ryan Reynolds. They're like, okay, um, I would not suck dick for a million dollars unless it was Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> 
I don't know. I think if I asked Bruce, would you suck Ryan Reynolds' dick for a million dollars? He'd Paco still would, say no. Paco would tell me no, but for a million dollars, I think he would. <laughs> for a million dollars, I think he would. Like, you know those indecent proposal things where they're like, I'll give you a million dollars to sleep with me. Paco would be like, here, babe. Here's the condom. <laughs> here, he'd pat you on your butt moving give, forward. Give him the good good. <laughs> the good good. <laughs> and I'll see you in a little bit. <laughs> oh my God. Do you want to hear about this one? Sex drive. Sex That's drive. what made me oh. think of it. That's why. Oh my why. god, yes. This is hysterical. I'll make this one really quick because I, I just did the Blake Lively one. But I just, I had to finish up because we were talking about the good good and all that stuff. So this is from the Daily Mail. Okay. It's from the from the 16th of this month. And it says, uh, Oklahoma Interstate is covered with X-rated toys and lube after truck overturned and spilled cargo across the road. It never happens close to home. <laughs> Said Oklahoma drivers had a slippery commute on Wednesday after a semi-tractor oh, trailer funny. <laughs> allegedly spilled with lubricant and dildos crashed and flooded the I-40 highway before reaching a major sex toy distribution center. Oh my God, how do we not know there's a sex toy distribution center in Oklahoma? How do you not know? I'm just shocked. I don't shocked. know. I mean, why am I working at the DMV? I, I don't... Because you don't live in Oklahoma. <laughs> <laughs> that that's why your, they call it your dirty oh, amazon <laughs> so this footage from the crash site shows an overturned truck with hundreds of boxes with metal cans and pink labels spilled onto the highway on the western end of oklahoma city no one was injured but the lubricated road took hours to clean up it was a vat of lube was lube. it not water soluble like are they making non-water soluble lube still like just spray that shit with some water I don't know, but you're talking about that stuff. So I'm going to go see a hormone specialist. I know. I was just telling you about it. And because, like, my levels are all jacked up, so they're going to go put seeds in my butt and make me feel better. But, um, which is, <laughs> I'm like, I'm really hoping I'll feel better. But they ask you all these questions, like, you know, are you having brain fog? Are you having trouble sleeping? Um, how about vaginal dryness? And I'm like, yes, yes, no. And they're like, really? I'm like, no. And they're like, not even a little bit? I'm like, no. Like, no, I still, you know, I still get excited for my honey. Like, I don't have any of those problems whatsoever. But she was really, she was like, are you sure? Like, she asked me, like, are you sure? Yes, fucking I'm sure. I, I wouldn't be sad to tell you. I'm a pretty much open book. I will tell you if it's dry as Sahara and there's fucking tumbleweeds over there and I need some lube to get on with my husband. I'd be happy to tell you. I agree. I need to get it right. I need you to put the right seeds in there. So I would tell you. But the way she said, are you sure? Like like, I agree. Yes. Like I am, I am tired all the time, and I get brain fog, and I get everything. Mm -hmm. But I still don't need help lubricating. No, but you know what? It's so funny because our boss would tell us like all her friend groups and stuff because they're all like going through the change. They're going through the change. She was like, you know, now I know some of them are single, like they're divorced and single and trying to mingle. And when they go over to mingle, they got to bring their own vat of lube with them. Oh God. And I was like, oh, my God, is that what's really going to happen to me? Like, and I don't want to ask that of my mom. I don't want to be like, so, hey, mom, mom, like, you know, hey. Do you, like, carry around some Astrobi in your purse? <laughs> <laughs> like, serious question, then look at her like this. I know, like, with his, like, the blinky eyes. Like, blink, blink. I'm serious. Blink, blink. Well, I'm like, it's like you just have, I, I don't mind having conversations with her about some things, but I don't want to ask my mother if she's got vaginal dryness. I'm like, I just can't do it. But anyway, so what do you got? All right. <laughs> Speaking of, I don't even know how to segue into this. Um, it's okay. Sometimes you can't segue. Sometimes it's just got to be. You know what? I have, what a, I have a story. I have a story about this town where people are not allowed to die inside the town. Oh, Okay. 
And it's very interesting as to why. Okay. I'm ready to hear this one. Yes. So this is from news. It's uh, Maya Devi. She wrote this. It's She's just a Newsbreak contributor. Oh, okay. Okay. So it says, long and barren, long year barren, a remote Norwegian city is a great place nestled with ice-covered, beautiful valleys. But a few people find it dangerous due to its polar bear attacks and slippery landscapes. What? What in the hell are saying that polar bear attacks? Anyway, <laughs> the city is one of the northmost cities in the world and has a population population of around two thousand people. Since the di- the city doesn't see the sun, what? It's usually cold and windy. However, these aren't the reasons why this city is famous. People are prohibited from dying there. As a result of taking one last breath there is illegal. What? Mm-hmm. Well, so I mean, you're, not allowed to, you're not allowed to die. And this is the reason. The reasons are pretty legit. But, but, yeah, but what if you just have a heart attack? Like, it's not like you can fucking help it. I mean. I don't know. The Grim it, Reaper comes when he comes. It says the history behind this rule dates. And they just said polar bear attacks. I'm not seeing anybody living from a polar bear attack. Anyway. The history behind the rule dates back to the 1950s. When the long locals learned that the dead bodies that were buried there weren't decomposing. So, so because of the cold. Right. It's so cold they don't decompose. Right. So okay. scientists who visited the city found that the bodies who died from the Spanish flu back in like, what was that, the 1820s or the 1920s? I would say it's early 1900s. Right. The Spanish flu. We're not decomposed. Also, the lethal virus was still present in their bodies, even after all these years. Oh, God. This is because the weather in the city, which is made up of glaciers and permafrost, is cold. Mainly, the temperature for the city could go down to negative um, 3 degrees Fahrenheit and could go as high as 47, negative 47 degrees Fahrenheit. Or, uh, no, three. it goes down to 3 below, and then it's 47 degrees Fahrenheit. Um, that's their high. Right. When a long buried resident becomes severely ill, he or she is shifted to a nearby city and buried there after death. As a result, the city hasn't used its cemeteries in over 70 years. Not the, not the least, not the least pregnant women who are closer to their due dates are also moved to another city because long and barren blah, 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 doesn't have a hospital. Usually they fly to the mainland weeks before their due date and return only weeks after the delivery. Oh, wow. So they can't bury their dead there because not only is the cold preserving their bodies, but it's preserving these diseases. Yeah. Like, that's crazy. Well, you can't say it's illegal to take your last breath there. I mean, people can't just decide, like, oh, right. shit, I'm going to die. Hurry up, get what me What are you going to do? What are you going to do, arrest them? I mean, I can see them, like, taking their bodies and moving them. Right. But, like, do they have a backup plan for people? Like, what the fuck? Right. Right. Like... I don't understand. <laughs> I'm just thinking, like, you can't just, like, oh, I'm sorry. I can't take my last breath here. Well, then it's like, okay, people can't live here so that they, like, I, I feel like I have more questions. Like, what do they do with them? Like, I'm sure they ship them out. So, so with people who are, like, on hospice or something like that. They, well, that I understand. They they get moved. Yeah. I'm sure that the people who die there, basically, I think the, the rule is that you are forbidden to die there if you know you're going to die. Well, okay, I was going to say, that makes a little better sense. I'm and like, I, if think they just were, cro- I think they like, worded it that way to get you drawn in. Yeah, they have to, because that is absolutely fucking stupid old. 
That's all I'm just going to say. Stupid all on that one. Stupid That's kind of interesting, though. Yeah. That's pretty interesting. Like, like you told me it was going to be interesting, and it was pretty interesting. Like, you dig people up 70 years later, and they still have the Spanish flu? Yeah, that's... No, we don't... I can understand why they would, like, want to do that. Oh, my God. Um... Hold on. No, I have this one, but it's, like, taking me... Okay. Because, um... Okay. Amber Heard... This bitch. They are... She is being reportedly offered $10 million to star in an adult movie. Bitch, you better take it because you ain't working nowhere else. Yeah, no, she's not anytime soon. Um, ew, ew, there was just a pop-up that happened. And I swear to God, it was a penis head. And then I, like, before, I just, like, got rid of it because I was just, it was a pop-up and I just didn't realize what it was. I don't even know what that was. I kind of want it to pop back up again, so I'm going to be like, what the F are you doing just doing a pop-up? Like, maybe I just come up dick. I don't need to see it itself, but I'm just very not understanding why there is, like, some kind of weird thing. Oh, look, there it is. Sex lasts more than three hours without Viagra. Write down the recipe. That is absolutely a penis head. And it says, Katya from Newark wants to send you her videos. (laughs) Where did you get this freaking article from? It's on, it just popped up online, so it was on Facebook. Somebody was reading something on Pornhub. I wasn't, I swear. Wherever you got it from Facebook. I have not had to use a single ounce of porn anything since I've been married. Actually, since before I was married. For you. That man touches me every three seconds of the day. I don't have time for Pornhub. I'm too busy getting banged all the fucking time by my own husband. So I mean, there's that. That's all well and good. I mean, every <laughs> once in a while, I like to just keep myself, you know, grounded. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, it says Zen models and adult. I know. Thank. Oh, hi, mom and dad. <laughs> One day you're gonna live like, well, okay, she has a healthy sex life. That's good. So. I don't know who Amanda Baker is. I'm not going to answer this phone. So, no, I'm not. It says, the information comes to us from Popcorn Planet, and it sounds completely insane to me, but it appears to be true. According to the report, Zen Models, a female-owned adult entertainment company, has offered Miss Heard a substantial sum of money to appear in one of their upcoming films. Zen Models president, Veronica Majorian, revealed this in a letter to Heard's lawyer, Elaine Bredehoff. It says, here's what she wrote in the letter to Miss Heard's lawyer. Dear Ms. Bredehoff, my name is Veronica Majeri and I am president of Zen Models Management Inc. Zen Models is an adult modeling agency and production company. We have been in contact with a group of adult film production companies that are interested in offering Ms. Heard a contract to perform in an adult entertainment video production. Our group is willing to pay Ms. Heard the sum of $8 million, which is what she owes, right, to Johnny Depp, right, because they said they can only really do $8 million. To start an adult entertainment production, additional sums of $1 million will be paid to Children's Hospital and the ACLU in her name to get rid of the bullshit. Mm-hmm. They're sickos. That is predator on predator at that mm-hmm. point. Oh, my God. If she is interested in this offer, please contact me at the above email, the terms of her participation, location, production, and all the relevant details. But obviously have to be worked out. Please let me know if Miss Heard would consider this opportunity. Very truly yours. Veronica Majorian or Majorian. They're going to be like, look, Amber, we want you to poop on this bed. <laughs> look, for $8 million, I'll take a shit anywhere. Just let me know. Right. $8 million, I'll shit for a couple days on a bed. I don't care. I'll They're take gonna be it. Like, this is called Ask the Turn Turns. <laughs> Ask the Turn Turns. We want you 
to poop on this bed, and then angry pirate guy over here is going to come in and be like, what is wrong with you? And then you're going to fuck on the pile of shit. <laughs> Two people, one bed. Oh my god. It's so, like, I'm just cracking up what you're talking about. So the other day, we, Bruce and I left, and I put a diaper on Bubbles. Because Bubbles is just a dirty little piss on the floor. Like, you can't, she's either going to be crated or you're going to put a diaper on her. Well, when I was out with Kathy on Thursday, I put a diaper on her and she did fine all day. No issues, no nothing. So I put it on her again instead of crating her. Because it makes me feel bad when they're stuck in that little crate. So I put it on her. I get, <laughs> we go out and get mums. He bought me a donut that I've been waiting for, Krispy Kreme donut. And then we went to the farmer's market, got something to eat, ran, walked around and came home. And I'm like, what the fuck is that smell? Like... I'm like, God, Bubbles, did you fart? Like, that's really terrible. Oh, my God. Did she poop in her diaper? No, she she ended up getting out of her diaper. Oh. But there was no pee anywhere. So I was like, okay. Like, but there was this smell. And she was sitting on the couch. She shit on the couch. <gasps> and then my mother's afghan that she knitted me. Oh, my God. She had put on top of it to hide the evidence. And I sat on it. <gasps> so it smushed the poop in the couch. I was so upset. I was like, oh my God. I was just, oh my God. Well, I don't know if she purposely that totally, did it. That totally tops fist bump of the mirror. <laughs> I sat down on it and I'm like, what does that smell? Like, I'm like, can't figure it out. And then like, I get up and then I only figured it out because I walked away from her. I kept thinking she's like farting or something because it's, but I'm like, oh my God, it's like really strong. Just like I walk away and I talk to him, do whatever I'm doing. And I come back in and I still smell it. And then I moved the blanket, and there's a flat, like, little shit pancake, because I sat on it, on my couch. I'm like, how do you just shit on the couch? Mm, how? This is the best way ever to end this podcast. Well, you know what? No, if you want to hear this. So then, this is a couple days ago, Lainey is in bed with us, right? Because she's always in bed with us. She jumps down at 2-something oh, yeah, in the morning. Oh, yeah, I saw this. Yeah, she jumps, and I'm exhausted, right? So I'm like, she jumps down at two something in the morning. I'm like, no, come on, get back on the bed. Because I can't tell if she just fell off the bed or she really has got to go out. So it's like two something in the morning, and I'm like, fuck, god damn it, fuck, I don't want to get up. You know what I mean? God damn it, I'm tired, I want to sleep. So I get up, because I'm like, I know i got to take her outside, or she wouldn't be at the door. So I get up, and I walk over to the door, and I step in shit. I'm like, what the fuck is this? So I go into the bathroom and I'm cussing. And I don't even care if Bruce wakes up or not. Fuck him for not even waking up for this motherfucker. Right. Anyway, I want him to step in the shit, not me step in the shit. You step in the shit. I'm tired. <laughs> right? Right. <laughs> not that it, because this is my thought process at two in the morning. I'm like, this fucking sucks. So I go in the bathroom, go to wash my foot off, and the fucking shower curtain comes down and smashes me in my head. So now I'm like in tears because I'm so upset. It's 2.30 in the morning. I've got shit on my foot. I got a bruise on my head. The dog still has not gone out. So then I get her downstairs. I let her outside. I bring her back upstairs. <laughs> clean up dog shit in the middle of the night. And Bruce is still like, <sighs> fine. He's still out like a light. I'm like, you son of a bitch. I had to put it right on his chest. <laughs> so there's been a lot of shit happening around here. Literally. <laughs> a lot of shit happening around here with these fucking dogs. And I was just like, oh my God. Oh my God. But anyway, so... <laughs> She's like, oh my god, I sat in shit. I stepped in shit. This is awful. We shall see if Amber Heard decides. I know. I wonder. She wants to partake. So far, nobody said that she's doing it, but you never know. Maybe it'll be like, whoo, she did it. In the amazing writing that I'm sure this will be. Mm hmm. Speaking of writing, so many people will be looking, though. So many people will watch it. I'll watch it. I'll watch it. I'm definitely going to watch it. Right. I'm hoping she poops out of bed. Anyway. (laughs) 
speaking of writing, uh-huh. there's an eight-year-old boy. This is from Upworthy. There's an eight-year-old boy who snuck his handwritten book onto a library shelf. Now it has a 56-person waiting list. Oh, I didn't know it was handwritten. Yes, he wrote oh it God. himself. Oh, It says, writing a book is no easy task, even for an adult professional writer, as we all know. Mm-hmm. So many would be authors... Many would be authors' dream of a day... Many would be authors' dream of a day that their work can be found on library shelves. Unsure if it will ever come true. So... Before our eight-year-old Dylan Helbig, that day has already arrived in truly unconventional fashion. Thanks to his own determination to make it happen, Dylan wrote an 81-page graphic novel, <laughs> The Adventures of Dylan Hel- um, Helbig's Christmas, written by Dylan himself. Christmas is spelled C-R-I-S-M-I-S. Oh my gosh, I love in it so much. In a hardcover journal... With colored pencils over the course of a few days, he even put a label on the back of the book that reads Made in Idaho. Oh my god, I love it. And put an illustrated spine label on it as well. Then without telling anyone, he brought it into his local library in Boise, Idaho and slipped it among the books in the children's section. The library's Facebook page shared that it had officially added the book to the collection at the branch, writing Imagine Our Surprise yesterday when Dylan's mom called us to tell us that her son had authored an entire book shelved it at the Lake Hazel branch, then announced to his family later that he had written a book and it could be checked out at the library. Aww. The library also announced that Dylan's book had won first at the first ever Houdini Award for Best Young Novelist, an award created in his honor. That is so adorable. Dylan told local news station KTVB that the book features him, his mom, Santa, a bomb, a portal to the giant car- a portal and a giant carnivorous turkey. Because, of course, I've been waiting to put a book in the library since I was five, Dylan told the station, nearly half his life, in his own words. Because he's Oh, that's so cute! Dylan said there were a lot of librarians he had to sneak past with his book to surreptitiously put it on the shelf, but he did it. I'll always be sneaky. I like how I get chocolate. It's like how I get chocolate, he explained. (laughs) The adults on every front handled this. Handles this kid's creativity and determination the best possible way. His mom called the library to let them know the book was there so it, would get, it wouldn't get lost or taken. And rather than just returning the book, the librarians actually put it into circulation. His parents were worried we would find his book and would, he, they would get rid of it. Lake Hazel Branch Library Manager Alex Hartman told KTVB, which was an unfounded fear because there is, if there's ever a place for a book to be safe, it would be in the library. Exactly. The librarian looks, librarians love Dylan's book. He deserves the spot in our library shelf, says Hartman. It's a good story. At the time of this local news report, the book had a handful of people in line to check it out. But the New York Times reports that as at the end of January, the waiting list has grown to a whopping 56 people. If each person kept the book for a maximum of four weeks, checked out, period, it would take four years to get to the... Um, to get to the bottom of the list. Oh my god, that's the, so adorable. The experience has made Dylan decide to become an author. His mom said... Bubbles? Hi, Bubbles. Goodness. His mom said, and he even has some career goals laid out. I'm going to stop writing when I'm 40, Dylan said. After that, he will st- he will stitch, stitch to game creation. In the meantime, 
He has a sequel for his first novel in the works. Oh! My next book is going to be called The Jacket Eating Closet, he said, based on actual events. <laughs> Amazing kudos to Dylan for following his dream and making it happen. Kudos to his mom for encouraging him. Yes! And kudos to those librarians who saw an opportunity to support a child's creativity and ran with it. Oh! Isn't that the fucking that sweetest shit so ever? so nice! I wonder how the library ended up finding the book. His mom, he said... Guess what? Because he stuck it in there, right. right? Guess what? There's a book in the library. I put the book in the library. He told his family that. So his mom called the librarian to make sure they didn't throw the book away. Oh, okay. Sorry. So I missed that part. Instead okay. in, so the library, instead of returning the book to his mom, they put just it put it in there. Put it in circulation. I love that. It's fantastic. Jeez, Bubbles. I'm trying to pay attention and she's like, mm. That's so sweet. That is the sweetest story. I know. Why'd you have to do it now? Like, on our last podcast. You're like, let's just tell, you're gonna make me cry again. Like, come on. Let's tell this amazing story. I know. Well, now I'm like, I feel weird because I have a vanity plate that somebody posted. (laughs) (laughs) And you just did the most G-est fucking rated G thing ever. And I'm like, well, I got this vanity plate that I want to read and now I I want to. I got a vanity plate that says fuck cancer. No, it's from Maine. Okay. And it is OMW uh-huh. to uh-huh. FYM. On my way to fuck your mom. Yep. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. I know. Somebody said uh, the people, it said the DMV's head just exploded. That's what made me think of it. Because I'm like, well, what is it? And then I look at the license plate. I'm like, oh my God, that's genius. But we're not allowed to do that. They're not allowed to have that. They have, I don't know how that... That well, why can't they? It's just letters. So there is a woman in Delaware who has a license plate that they made her turn back in that said fuck cancer, but it it said FCK cancer. And because of somebody saw it and complained. You're kidding. They had to to revoke it, and now there's like a bunch of shit going on with it. Oh my god. Look at Bubbles. Like, she is living her best life yeah. right now. You were like rubbing all over here and she's got the best little ears to pull on, doesn't she? She does. And she loves it. She's like, uh, get in there. Get in there. Pull my ears. It's great. Bubbles it's reminds great. me of Zero from Nightmare Before Christmas. I feel like we should throw a white sheet over her and that's what she should be for Halloween. Oh my god. That's so funny. Um, so um, the one last thing that I have is this interesting thing where so it happened, I guess this happened back in June, but it didn't get posted until recently. And it start, it's like popping up all over the place now. So it was like one o'clock in the morning, depending on where you were, right? In this case, this post, this person was in Midwest Missouri. Right? right. So it was Central America and West America or Central America and Western America. Um, but it was 1.15 a.m. in the morning and she's sitting outside. She's smoking a cigarette. Her and all of a sudden she's like, or no, her husband's outside smoking a cigarette, and he's like, babe, you gotta get in here, oh my god, you gotta get in here, blah, blah, blah. you gotta come out here. So she comes out there, and it, there's like this thing in the sky that looks like a puff of smoke, and something came out of it. And he's like, oh my god, I know you're gonna think I'm crazy, what do you think that is? And she's like, I don't know, what the hell that is? He's like, I'm telling you, that thing just opened, sky and daddy, that thing came out. Sky daddy just pooped. Oh my god. That's what I, I don't know. Why are you like this as a person? I don't know. Why are you know. like this as a person? I don't know. My mother is very disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
So in this guy, so is Kira. I know, right? Kira's always like she's just chronically she's, so disappointed, she's chronically right? disappointed in you. So it does. It looks like a. Did she just fart? She sure did. Oh my god, that was like a whole ass human fart that just came out of my dog. <laughs> Jesus, like she was like sky daddy pooped and now so am I. <laughs> I know, right? Oh, you think it was fun when I shit on your couch? Guess what? So anyway, so they posted this thing in this group. Well, it started making rounds, and I started seeing it in a whole bunch. But it's different people taking the same picture of the same thing from like all over the world. I know and, it's like, crazy looking too. Yeah, and I'm like, holy shit. So, it, this is just the one that I found on this one. But then there was another guy named Roger. His name's Roger Reneker. He posted something that he found. Um, or his thing, too. See, his this is his. That's so neat. So, and, like, these people are like, oh, my God. And then he they say, like, where they are and all this other stuff. Um, and then there was another one that said, here's mine. But they don't really, like, tell you where it is. Like, some of them do tell you where they are and some of them don't. But I started noticing it in a bunch of places. Oh, so one person saw it in Colorado. Right there. And then they posted their, theirs. And then I know there was somebody else that did something. And I was trying to see it. I tried to keep it because you know how people like load on and you see certain comments, but then it gets loaded on and you can't find the original comments that you wanted to look at. That's what it was for. And everybody's like, oh my God, it looks like a smoke ring in the sky. You know, a lot of people that didn't see it. But, I mean, there was another person that I saw in one post. They were in another entire different country. And they got it, too. But it was, like, closer to daylight for them. So you could see, like, the sun was coming up. You could see the same looking shit. Um, but it, it was just, it was really neat. So I'm like, I don't know. Like, we know on, that people. We, we know aliens are real now, don't we? I don't know. Don't you think? I, I know do. what you should do. You should do. I should wish Jay a happy birthday. Oh, happy birthday, Jay! I know! Yes, happy birthday to you! Happy birthday, Jay. We love you so much, and yeah. we thank you for all that you've contributed to this podcast. Yes, thank you so much. He actually a million, said... A million times over, my friend. He said that this may be his last birthday here. Yeah, he's moving to Florida. They are actually going? Because I thought before they were going, yeah, and then they kind of didn't. They were fixing up the house to move out, and oh. they're going to move to Florida. Well... God bless him, because I don't know. I'm going to go to Florida at some point, too, but it's too hot for me at this point. Like, maybe when I get on some blood thinners and everything makes me cold. I'm going in December when it's fine. Yeah. Um, But do you want to do one last... Sign-off? No, like, what's I'm going to call it? A World News Daily Report. Yeah, one last World News Daily Report. I feel like I should. You probably should. Oh, my God, my husband's home. You can hear his truck pulling up. All right, hold on. Let's see if I can find one. All right. And we don't have to call it a last sign-off. We'll call it for now. Like we'll for do now. That. Yeah. Because maybe after I get these seeds put in my butt, I'll have energy again, and then I won't feel so tired all the time. <laughs> and they'll be like, we're back! It's like December, and we start again. <laughs> I'll finish my classes by then, and I'll have more time. Maybe I won't feel so tired all the time. Um, no, that's a daily news report. I want World News Daily. Yeah, World News Daily Report. Do, do, oh, look, they, what is that? World News Update. What the fuck is that? Maybe it's like their sister thing or something? Maybe? World News Daily Report. There it is. What the hell? I was like, what the shit is this? Um. These used to be your favorite thing. I can't believe you don't have one. Ready to go. Well, let's, they've, they haven't really posted since January. So, Are you serious? Yep, here's one. This can't be right. Are you serious? Ukrainian man claiming to have been Vladimir Putin's sex slave for three years killed in Kiev bombing. No, that sounds sad. I don't want it that bad. Oh, no. Um, what the Efferson? 
Yeah, they, they haven't been really... I don't oh. think you're not, you're not on the right one. I am. Because here's one from, well, this one's from, well, March. Oh, the sex slave, March. Yep. New Jersey man obtains right to marry his dead mother after an eight-year legal battle. <laughs> oh, wait, this hold is, on. He didn't do this. We have done that one. We talked about, he yep. identifies as a 20-ton peanut? Mm-hmm. Oh, he identifies as a squirrel. Remember, he t- took all 20 tons of peanuts? And yeah, that's, <laughs> never mind. Okay, do that. so, okay. World News Daily Report, where the facts... Don't matter. New Jersey man obtains right to marry his dead mother after an eight-year legal battle. In oh a God. split 4-3 decision, the state Supreme Court ruled favor of 49- 4 49-year-old Francis Murphy, allowing his request to be engaged to his deceased mother. Mr. Murphy and his mother, Dolores Smith, for- formed a couple for seven years and were planning to get married at the ch- have-, have children when she died from a heart attack four days before the ceremony in 2013. The grieving man has been fighting for years for the right to become legally engaged to her despite her demise in order to be allowed to use her eggs, preserve frozen infertility clinics to have a child. Oh my god. Mr. Murphy was extremely happy with the judgment saying he had to face he had to face a lot of discrimination concerning love between two consenting adults. The state oh. of New Jersey is full of narrow-minded stuck-up bureaucrats no matter how long I explained it. It always came back to the fact that I couldn't marry her because she was my mom and that she was dead. I had to prove them wrong. The 49-year-old man hopes the court's decision will allow other people facing similar situations to stand up to discrimination and fight for their rights. Same-sex marriage is already allowed. No, I just just lifted another discriminatory barrier concerning marriage with relatives or dead loved ones. It's a great day for New Jersey and the U.S. The (laughs) The U.S. The judgment has stirred a lot of reaction on social media as well as the various organizations. Some LGBTQ Q and civil rights organiz- organizations have saluted the court's decisions. No, they haven't. While others have dislocate, disassociated themselves from Mr. Murphy and his cause, several religious and conservative organizations have expressed outrage or disgust, saying the decisions attacks the sec- sacredness of marriage. The judgment has drawn a lot of violent reaction, and Mr. Murphy has even placed been placed under police protection after receiving death threats. Most ex- experts believe that this judgment is very specific and won't really affect the marriage law in New Jersey or elsewhere <laughs> at in, all in the U.S. Oh my God! And that is it. Well, you know what you said. <coughs> oh, excuse me. Oh, everybody gets to finally hear how you sneeze. Oh. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Two more people. It just it just showed up. It's like breaking news. Two more women are coming through saying Adam Levine also sent them sexually inappropriate oh, messages. Oh, this is about to go down. Yeah, and hold on. <laughs> There's a new thing going around. Hashtag expose Adam Levine. Oh, goodness. It is going around. Adam Levine's getting ready to get his motherfucking ass canceled. He sure is. But in the meantime, let's do a sign-off. What would you like to do? So, in the meantime... um. You can listen to us on all your major platforms. Mm-hmm. Even if we are not recording new episodes, the old ones are still there. So do us a favor. Go back. You know, listen to them. Like them. Review them. Give us the hype up that we deserve. Share it with your friends. And if you get us enough listeners and people are like, we want you back, we will absolutely come back to this office yes, and do would. this every week. Yes, we would. And actually, I'm thinking like, you know, maybe once I get the seeds in my hiney and I get my classes done, it, I won't feel so exhausted by life. And maybe we can like revisit it then. But it'd be really great to hear from you guys because if you guys want us back, I'm sure we could try to find a way to come back to you. All right. 
So, in the meantime, thank you guys so much. We love you all very, very much. And this is us saying saying goodbye for now. Bye for now. Yes. Okay, bye. Bye.